suffering in the post-sports world. Uh, I, 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 the, the Kirk Herbstreit says that there should never be another game ever played again. <laughs> Kirk Herbstreit says, says, it's good! We should live simple lives and we should give up all and, 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 and just live a simple life and, and be the beast of burden. Work $95 and, and, and get nothing and eat nothing but vegan food. <laughs> And they all see the next to him going, Yes, Well, Frank, Kirk Herbstreit really pissed you off with uh, his comment that he thinks the college football shouldn't happen in the fall, didn't he? He says, he says this is a good thing for us. We can reset our values to the way of, to the way of Marx now. And our good, good pal, Zing Zabing. Zing ding 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 ding. The new national anthem. It's a gift to be simple. It's a gift to be free. It's a gift to have nothing. That's given to me. I should not eat anything but a vegan diet with lots of vinegar. Smell, smell, till you want to die, vinegar, all around. That's all we're going to get. Well, Frank, did you hear that uh, today they actually floated the idea that if they have to push back the college football season, they could be prepared to play it next spring? That's not – that's ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, at a certain point, we're going to have to get our lives back. At a certain point, we're going to get a lot – people are – nothing is slowing this thing down. But the death rate's still relatively low. <sighs> I, I I mean, we got to figure out that get 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 and anything that the fuck these FDA regulations. If someone's in fucking critical condition and circling the drain, give them any experimental drug you can give them, and if it works, then pass it around. Yeah, Frank, I'd really like, I don't know when the next time we're going to see a live sport is at this rate. Even if life goes back to normal, like, when are they going to allow crowds? Like, when are fans even going to be allowed? Well, to I them? heard that Barack Obama says, never! God, Lord, holy. And, and in fact, Bernie uh, Candy says, this is so good, we're going to have nothing but me. <laughs> This is communism. This is what they want, and they loving it. That's why. That's why you have that people. Jim Jim Acosta's got that smile on his face, and De Blasio too. 
How about those fucking morons in New York? I, I, social distancing, social distancing. Here comes the boat. Bird! Yay! Here's the boat! Yay! Yeah, and uh, you see Francesa was ripping de Blasio for waving as, at the boat as it came <laughs> in. He goes, you don't have time to wave? We're getting clobbered out here. Francesca has just been losing his mind. <laughs> he's like all of us, I guess. He's with the, but he's got his two kids and his wife going, Michael! <laughs> he's going, you got to put your boots on the ground here. <laughs> Michael! You're going to go to the He's definitely going star crazy. And I, I bet you, Mike Francesca, when this is over, announces... I've decided to return to the fan. I'm going to be doing my show from 3 to, eight to 6. I'm going to be doing the show live in the studio. <laughs> well, you see, he he uh, he started a Sunday morning show now with uh, WFAN and CBS Sports Network. Well, he was doing the Sunday, night, the, the Sunday sports show. Well, that's new. He just came back to that. He hasn't done that in a while. He hasn't done that since the football season, and uh, he wasn't supposed to be doing it anymore. And um, well, that's it was on the app. So, but the but basically, WFN is now basically running the app on the radio station, trying to save some money. Yeah. Well, also like they've cut out a lot of their freelancers, like the fill-in guys on the weekends. They cut them out and they put Mike in because I guess they're uh, no one's yeah. really listening. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? What are they gonna talk about? This? I am the chicken I think this is actually gonna be good in the end for society. I've always liked reading books. Uh, I mean, his show wouldn't have to change. I mean, you know, Richard Neer had that. I I actually once <laughs> came up with a theme song for Richard Neer. What is it? Richard Neer on the fan. Sports Radio 66 and 101.9 FM. He is boring. Fans are snoring. And they should give a drowsiness warning. Don't drive while he's on. Or operate heavy equipment. Richard Neer on the fan, Sports Radio, 66 and 101.9 FM. <laughs> well, Frank, <laughs> Frank, I know you're not a big fan of Richard Neer. Um, I, I haven't listened to him, fortunate enough for me. Uh, Sir Somenex, that's his, you know, that's his actual name, Sir Somenex. Why is that? <laughs> Somenex is a sleeping pill. Oh God! Yeah, well, well, I uh, I have the displeasure of listening to Lori Rubinson on Sunday nights whenever I'm coming home uh, from my girlfriend's house, and uh, she's really she's not a delight to listen to. So I don't know if she's still doing the show with everything going on. But uh, hey, everyone, I'm the drunk, I'm the drunk one in the bar who just knows a little bit about sports, and they put me on the air. Yeah, I just like don't understand like she, she's like the barmaid that 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 knows a little bit about sports and that, that's what i think about lori rubenstein 
her and Maggie Gray are all just like hot take machines. Like we don't want to hear your hot takes. Like we just want to hear you like oh, talk God, about man. what's going on. Like in like uh, uh, the, 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 you mean the uh, you're right, Maggie show. Yes, Maggie. Right, Maggie show. <laughs> the yes Maggies, Ma- Maggie Gray and and yes Maggie, that's her co-host. <laughs> yes Maggie Malusis. Uh, he he had he did. I mean it's it's like he doesn't even had. He's not allowed to have his own opinion. Yeah, no. you know that's why John Jastrzemski said no. He was offered to do a show with her. He didn't want to do it. He didn't want to be yes Maggie. Yeah, no, I know. I don't blame him. Um, their intercom actually they they're they've been laying off a lot of their freelance workers and a uh, friend of the show Jake Brown actually isn't going to be doing his Mets column for WFAN anymore. Uh, well hopefully when this thing settles down he'll be back. Yeah, no, I know. I I agree. Um I hope there's all not, there's nothing to report it's, it, 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 it. There's nothing in baseball there's nothing going on. It, this is horrible. Everyone's getting furloughed or laid off. Everyone's going to be, you know, filing for unemployment. What's the deal with the courthouse, Frank? Are they uh, are they still gonna pay you guys or? Uh, I think so. I mean, it it, it just it's it's horrifying what's happening. They're trying to get me a, a some sort of setup where I could record uh, the, do uh, data entry at home, but that's failing because you know everyone's stumbling over each other. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, the sheriff and the county executive both. Now have uh, actually got the virus. Oh wow! And were you around them in a close proximity at work? Next building. Oh well, uh, yeah, they were in the building, the complex, the whole court complex. Uh, One, one, the uh, the county executive's in the next building over, but the sheriff, he's in our, he's on the second floor. Do you know how they're doing? Are they uh, are they hospitalized? Are they okay? Do you know? I think the sheriff's hospitalized. I don't know about the county executive. Is he on but I don't the think they're. I don't think they're on ventilators. So I think that. I think they're at least not horrible condition. Well, that's good. I mean, we're on week three of this thing, and they don't know if we're peaking now. They're like, we might not be peaking till April fifteenth. Oh no, wait, just kidding. We're peaking now. Like, which is it? Two hundred thousand more deaths. A hundred thousand more deaths. Uh, like- and nobody knows what's going on. Dead. Uh, then you got the, this this jackass mayor from New Orleans. Why didn't you tell us? We would have kept the money grow. Well, like the problem is, like we're not flattening the curve because, like, a lot of the other states, like smaller states, haven't. They don't have a work from home ordinance, and and they haven't shut down businesses or anything. Like, look at Florida. Like Florida had all beaches open and pools, and they finally, they finally, their governor today said, "All right, finally, you guys got to stay at home." It's really bad. Like, Florida is just so light years behind us with intelligence. Like, they're morons. <laughs> there's, there's a Bugs Bunny cartoon where he cuts off Florida. Isn't that Joe? Even, isn't Joe Exotic? Isn't that from Florida? I haven't watched that yet, but. Yeah, the Tiger I'm King. Start, yeah, I'm starting to hear things about that. That, that I, I actually thought that was a TV show, not real. And now I'm finding out that it's real. It's real, yeah, and and uh, yeah, it's in Flo- parts of Florida and Oklahoma. <laughs> Pretty much sums sums up what's going on down there, and you know, kind of the things that are going on right now. Do you, do you remember uh, Hurricane Guy? There was this guy with long hair, wearing just just shorts, 
and an American flag banging his head like a slayer while the hurricane was striking the northern Florida a couple of years ago. No, I don't. And he posted the video of him banging his head and he <laughs> the American flag waving <laughs> in this like pouring rain and heavy wind. Oh my god. I gotta send you the video. I mean, it's cool in a way, but it just explains Florida. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that guy should be on the the, the on the other. Uh, I I uh, Northern Florida. It, 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 Florida's got so many different strange like states. I mean, you got Southern Florida, which is almost like the sixth borough of New York, which is the Miami area. Because you have a lot of retirees go down there from New York, went down there, and it's it's almost like part of New York. The area around Miami, West Palm Beach, Boca Raton. Everyone retires down there. Then you have the Gulf Coast. Now, parts of the Gulf Coast, you got some people, retirees down there. And then you got some like like, uh, the swamp people. And then you got Northern Florida, which is the Panhandle over to to uh, Jacksonville, and that's almost like Alabama. Hmm. <laughs> that's why it's Florida Bama. What? That's what yeah. that's what they call it, Florida Bama. Yeah, you got Tallahassee, the uh, uh, Jack Tallahassee to Jacksonville. Yeah, and then that and, 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 and then you, and, and it's almost like like like. Like really, it's a, it's almost like like that's where you had uh, James Woodson at Florida State, where there's proof that he raped this girl. He went and stole seafood from a, a fish market, and the police say, "Well, you know, he just boys being boys." <laughs> and, and the and the rape victim actually went to the Florida the, the Tallahassee police and said that. Now, you don't want to be harassing our little football team. We got a good team this year. And you might don't want to arrange that. We don't want people to know that you're a little hussy. <laughs> oh, my God. Meanwhile, if, it, if, it was Jamie, if Jameis Winston was not a football player, they'd be the ones out there going, Now, Jameis, you don't want to go missing around here, do you? Mm-hmm. We don't want to be hanging you up on no tree. Well, Frank, oh, God. Frank, he, Jameis Winston has a reputation for this, though. He got in trouble for groping a female Uber driver a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, well, that's in the, the pros. In the college, he, the, the, someone accused him of rape, and the uh, Tallahassee police harassed the uh, victim. And she didn't, uh, she, didn't, uh, she didn't want to charge anymore. She, like, backed down from her charges. Yeah, that's insane. Look, look up, look up, look up! What happened? And the, the, the Tallahassee police basically like, like, didn't respond well to it. Like harassed the victim, and, and basically the point where he didn't get didn't get charged, and they basically like cut, shoved it under the rug. And then he goes and like steals crab legs out of a, a Publix, and like a booster ended up paying for the crab legs. Yeah, it says the Tallahassee police, uh, this is back in uh, the fall of 2014, the Tallahassee police took steps to both hide and then hinder the criminal investigation into the rape allegation against Jameis Winston. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, that's 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 worse than the Uber driver. Yeah, seriously. The Uber driver's so dumb. He was like in the drive-through of, of like a fast food restaurant with a female Uber driver, and he like groped her leg or something. Did something. I mean, I, that's why if I'm the Dolphins, I wouldn't want this guy. Yeah, I mean, forget the dirty, dirty. Oh dirty my touchdowns, god, dirty interceptions. This guy's a this guy's a bad character guy. I didn't know the Dolphins were thinking about signing him. Well, who knows? It's gonna happen. I think they're. I think number one option for the Dolphins is quarterback in the draft. Yeah, clearly. I think that they should just give one of their first round picks to the either the Redskins or the Lions and just trade up and and secure the secure Tua. They're actually now uh, trying to uh, go for the brass ring. Go for the what? The brass ring, and who would that be? Joe Burrow. Yeah, they're they want they're they're trying to get the Bengals pick. I like the thing is not only would they have to give up all three of their first rounders, they'd have to give up a second and maybe even a second next year too to do it. And, and they have and they have multiple firsts this year, multiple firsts next year, multiple seconds this year, multiple seconds next year. They got the picks to do it. That's wild. I wonder if the Bengals would actually pass up on Joe Burrow. I don't think so, just because, like, it's not certain that they're going to be in line to get Trevor Lawrence next year. Well, who knows what's going to happen. But uh, I think whatever happens, I think the Dolphins will have a quarterback in the draft. Oh, yeah, no, I totally agree. Unfortunately, they seem to like fucking Justin Herbert, too. He fucking sucks. Yeah, I've heard a lot of teams like Justin Herbert. Well, he's like Joey Harrington. Joey, Everyone liked Joey Harrington, too. No one... He was the one everyone wanted, number one. And, of course, he was a bust. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, Herbert is, you know, he has a lot of talent, but is he an NFL quarterback? I don't know. He just reminds me of Joey Harrington too much. He is a good dual threat, though, and, like, you know, he has a pretty good arm. Um, I just, I, again, like, I don't know what he's going to be. And is he a top 10 pick in the draft? I don't think so. Oh, he'll be a top 10 pick. He will be. I don't think that he should be, though. But, but, I'm, ready uh, but uh, I'm ready for the draft, Frank. And speaking of the draft, uh, dictator Roger Goodell said, if any of you say that the draft should be canceled, there's going to be punishment. Roger Goodell, the almighty dictator, has eliminated free speech. There is no need to cancel the draft. The way they're going to do it, it sounds like it's going to be like a fucking fantasy draft. Everyone's going to be in their own fucking little uh, corners. Everyone's going to be doing it teleconferencing. It's going to be a teleconference draft. We don't need... And hit, and then Roger Goodell will step in front of a mic, announce the pick. You won't have to have anyone come up, and then they'll interview. And it'll be like a bunch of talking heads, a bunch of fucking boxes. It's gonna look like the Brady Bunch. Dun, 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 dun. There's a there's a draft pick for the Bengals. Will he be another big boss? Will the Bengals run another quarterback? By being cheaper than the Madsen. And the Redskins have the second pick. Will they be smart and draft a defense? Or will they pick another quarterback and continue to circle the drain? 
The lion's dirt, the lion's are dirt. They're the wild card in the draft. The lions are dirt. <laughs> well, Frank, now I'm in love with Isaiah Simmons to the Giants at four, but I don't know if he even makes it to four at this rate. I mean, the Redskins, if the Redskins and Lions are picking two and three, I don't know how they could pass up on Isaiah Simmons. Well, one of them is going to get the guy from Ohio State, Baker, there. Uh, they're going to get – well, They'll one of them will get Chase Young. Yeah, Chase Young, that's what I meant. But I like – so the thing is, I guess best-case scenario is the Dolphins trade up to two and get Tua from the Redskins. Possible, possible. And then, and then the Lions get Chase Young. And then the Giants get Isaiah Simmons. But, but – I, I, I think the Dolphins are in a position now where if, if they, if they, if they, if they can't get Burrow and they really want Tua, they'll, they'll pull the trigger and do the trade. Yeah, and almost every draft, almost every mock draft, draft I've seen has the Dolphins getting to a tag of Yeah, I don't. I honestly would be very surprised that they didn't get him. He's a great uh, Frank. He's he is really good. It's just his health is the concern. Yeah, that's the only concern. Uh, and, and, and the Dolphins are situated perfectly with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I mean they don't. You know, he he's a good insurance plan, but. That's the thing, though, too. Like, all right, Fitzpatrick, you know, you know what he is. Um, you know, if they could bring in Jameis Winston or Cam Newton, even like, even if they don't get Tua or if like Tua doesn't play right away, you know, why not? Mm, Maybe not. I'd Cam rather go. Play. I'd rather go with a, a young quarterback with uh, Fitzpatrick as the tutor. And that's probably what they'll wind up doing. But. Uh, you know, Frank, you, there is a lot to be excited for. You know, the Dolphins look hopeless last year. And, you know, they won some games in the end of the year. And, you know, now they spent big in free agency and have a ton of draft picks. Now, the, the, now, who, now who's going to get Cam Newton? I think the perfect place for him to be would be uh, Los Angeles, the Chargers. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think that the – I heard that the Chargers, though, were actually they, – they prefer Tyrod Taylor over him. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not. I wish I was kidding. <laughs> you know, the only thing with, with, with Cam Newton is, is 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 if he's broken down and he can't do it anymore. Because I think his pride is hurt, and I think you're going to get like the best of Cam Newton next year. I don't know, but what what team is he even going to go to? Like I said, the Chargers would be the best fit. Yeah, but like not really only the Dolphins, Chargers, and Patriots. And I guess you could say the Broncos, but like, I mean, they just drafted Drew Locke last year. Like, not that many teams have quarterback openings right now. And uh, I get the feeling that Kim Newton is not the type of quarterback that John Elway wants. No, I don't. <laughs> just a feeling. John Elway likes tall guys with big arms and no accuracy. Yeah. Pretty much John, John Elway wouldn't even want Patrick Mahomes if he landed on his lap. No. And the weird thing is, we keep hearing it again. It keeps This report always keeps resurfacing that Ben McAdoo wanted Patrick Mahomes. And someone actually said the other day that he benched Eli for Geno Smith because he was still pissed off that they didn't let him take Mahomes. <sighs> Which is bullshit. But, like, I don't even believe that he wanted Mahomes just because, like, that's, like, too, you know, McAdoo was an idiot. Yeah, you know that was the only problem is that he benched Eli for Geno Smith. If he be- even though who was that? What was the name of that rookie that, that they that they got that's even that's long gone now? 
Davis Webb. Davis Webb. I don't think people would have had as much of an issue if Davis Webb would have made the start. No one would have really had an issue with it because they wanted to see what Davis Webb was. I ben- mean, I mean, the fact that you've benched uh, Eli for Geno Smith, who everyone knows is garbage. Davis, and it's funny, Davis Webb is such a weird story because they spent now they spent a third round pick for him in 2017. That's you get a starter in the third round. Mm-hmm. This guy never played a snap for them. Mm-hmm. 2018, Gettleman comes in, Pat Shermer comes in. Davis Webb has a really good preseason. Everyone's a guy. He's a lock for the back of quarterback spot, and they cut him. Well, there's a quarterback who doesn't know how to throw. He can't make a pass. He is not really fast. His name is Gino. Whoa, 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 Gino. The Jets race it up. High pick on him. Thought he would be good, but he really does suck. His name is Gino. Whoa, 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 Gino. Remember when he got sucker punched? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I do. For $400. And, he, and, every, and everyone else on the Jets supported the guy that sucker punched him. That's got to tell you something. Yeah, and then Rex Ryan picked the guy up after the Jets cut him. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the ultimate spiteful move. <sighs> Frank, I wanted to switch topics with you real quick. Uh, you made a guest spot on a podcast called The Schmear Campaign. Yes. Tell me a little bit about that, because I was listening to it a little bit, uh, today, and I was, di- I was dying laughing at something these you said. Guys are, these guys are going stir-crazy like I am. They've done a few shows. You lost your cool a little there, Frank, didn't you? I, <laughs> this is one quote in particular that had me literally crying laughing today in my kitchen from you. And you were going... Hillary Clinton could shoot up 56 white males and they would say, thank God, Hillary Clinton. She shot up all the white males before they became a, grew up to be, become aggressive rapists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that, that's what the press covered her. Hillary Clinton could do nothing wrong. Nothing. That's not talking about the media, how evil the media is. Yeah, no, they kiss her and Nancy Pelosi's asses. Literally, literally... Literally, they could do anything they want. They could kill anybody they want. They could, and I'm, and I'm saying that, and I didn't say shoot up white males. I said white male babies. I said children. <laughs> <laughs> You're dark, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> she could, she could put like a grab a whole kindergarten worth of kids. Take, now the, the, take an AK-47 and just like. <laughs> they, oh, they, they'd, uh, they'd make, they'd name a town after her. But uh, I, I mean, the media is so evil. It's evil. Well, Frank, all they do is report on the new cases and deaths every day. That's like their favorite thing to do. And does anyone realize that the survival rate is still like ninety-eight percent? Well, yeah, the, the mild cases right now it's five percent, and then the recovery rate is like eighty-seven percent. It's dropped because the death toll's gone up. But and the cases have also gone up. But it no, was, it, 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 it's it's still overall that it's still like ninety eight percent survive. Italy actually has had their cases go down. Apparently, they have not. They have not had a ton of cases as of the last week or so to ten days, and no one's reporting on that. No one reports on good news. No, no, it's it's all negative. And when Donald Trump says something positive. Hey, 
<laughs> Meanwhile, and then Donald Trump says, "Well, it's we the the numbers are twenty thousand people could die. Look how horrible!" And meanwhile, Chris Cuomo comes out there goes. Everyone in New York might get it and die. And there's a leader. And he's our leader. La, 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 leader. Yeah, it's not good. If, and it, if the it, media- it's, it's, it's like Bizarre World watching the fucking media cover this. I, I, if the media told me the sky was fucking blue right now, I wouldn't fucking trust them. If the media wanted to do something positive, they would go after China because... They concluded today, according to the Bloomberg, that China's been lying like we all knew. But then, but then they hear what you call. Dang! No, no, we don't want it. China is a shiny example. Yeah, that's what Nancy Pelosi said. China's a shiny example. <laughs> Thank you, Chinese. Thank you for your money. <laughs> yeah, I know China. Let's do another investigation. We're not going to help Donald Trump. We're going to investigate him. We're going to see if we can do another impeachment. Dun, dun, dun. Come and see to the Congress, a land of pure <laughs> deliberation. We are crop. We do suck. We don't care what we do to the nation. We will just get in the way because it's no longer about the country. It's about us, blue and red. It's the colors generation. And then the Democrat and the Republicans say, stop playing politics. He's partisan. We're doing this bipartisan. Here's Mitt Romney. I don't like Donald Trump. See, he's on our side. <laughs> and in the media, the, the, um, the, the Democrats will uh, shoot a whole bunch of slings and arrows and across the uh, across the across the divide, and then the one Republican will raise a shield. Dink. Look at that Republican; he's instigating. Well, Frank, the thing is, um, also by the way, did you see that some someone made a burner account and they oh, God. they were tweeting at you about being a Republican, and then they followed me, and I saw, like, their first, their only two tweets were, like, yelling at you for being a Republican and a Trump supporter, and I blocked them immediately. Of course. Like, people have no lives, and, like, also they're fascists, because, like, they're literally, like, it's gotten to the point where the left's like, you're not allowed to support this person. You're not allowed to fucking be a Republican. You're not allowed to have your own beliefs or opinions. You just need to listen to the government and the Democrats. The new left today, and and the... You see, they used to be Democrats and Republicans used to be not too much different. You'd have the Democrats would be kind of more in the lines of social programs, but they weren't quite fully Looney Tune left. It used to be open, open, uh, open minded, and now it's really not like that anymore. No, no, the new left, the new left is basically what I like must be mandatory, what I dislike must be banned. What I'm dislike, what I dislike must be banned, and I'm offended by, and like the yeah. 
the deprivation, the victimization, and like being offended by everything. That's really what I don't like. Yeah, nonstop, nonstop, the woke generation. (laughs) Yeah. So it's bad. Frank, also um, China, and I saw this report in the past couple days too, they've been caught bringing in diseases in, in like these test tubes into the country. They got caught. Someone got caught with SARS in their suitcase in Detroit in September. I, uh, I, I, I will not be surprised one bit if this was a bio attack. Well, no, they think that. Th- so China's been criticized for how careless they've been with, uh, you know, with bio testing and everything. They think that someone, a biologist, could have gotten it in the testing lab and then, you know, obviously left and spread it to everyone else. Yeah, I would not be surprised at all if, if they find out this, China did this deliberately. Not at all. Well, like, so what's going to happen now? China literally infected the entire world. There has to be some kind of global sanctions after this is all is done on China. Well, first off, I don't care if we they move our manufacturing to Vietnam, Hong Kong. And by the way, uh, we needed to to uh, to, to uh, declare Taiwan's independence and recognize Taiwan as an independent country until China to go fuck themselves. Yeah, that's seriously a big problem that we rely on them so much for manufacturing, so they think who the fuck they are. Yeah, and and take every last thing that we manufacture in China, take it to even if we take it to Vietnam. Well, that's why Trump said Trump said he wanted to manufacture more in the U.S. Yeah. Stop relying on China. It, 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 even if it means that we had to pay 20% more, I think it's worth it. Well, that's the thing. Like, everyone, like, got pissed off at Trump for saying he wanted to manufacture in the U.S. and, like, not rely because on— Because they love the Chinese. Seriously. They probably bankrolled the fucking Democrats. They fucking bankrolled Hillary Clinton. God. And they bankrolled Joe Biden's whole campaign, too. Yeah, of course. He had no money. He literally had no money, and he was getting all these secret funds from somewhere. But, uh, but ooh, look at that Russian bots. Russian bots! Russian bots! <laughs> this is similar, though, to, like, Chernobyl. Like, the, the Chinese trying to cover this up, except Chernobyl didn't infect the entire world. It, obviously, it could have blew up the rest of the world, but... Yeah, because at least some people, some fucking smart people actually finally tell Russia to stop doing what they're doing. Yeah, and whatever the fuck China's doing, I hope that they find out and make sure that it never happens again. Yeah, the, 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 the Chernobyl could have like made like the whole like wet Eastern Europe uninhabitable if it wasn't for the uh, that one that professor that got called in and that uh, Belarus lab. That, like, said, told him, no, we have to fix this. Yeah, that was just a whole disaster in its own. And they were trying to cover it up. And it was like, like, like remember the meeting? It's nothing. It's just like a chest x-ray. And huh. the guy that he was like, like, looked at the number and said, wait a second. No, that's more like a million chest x-rays. Oh, my God. Did you ever watch the Chernobyl miniseries? I haven't. I haven't. It's I actually one of the, the good, one of the best things I've ever seen on HBO. I'm surprised they actually produced something that would uh, make a communist country look uh, bad. Yeah, I know everyone loves it. I know it's like one of the. Uh, it's I know it's like been one of like the hit shows of the year too. The last couple of years. Yeah, it was only six part episode, six hours, so it's it's it goes by fast. 
Yeah, I'll definitely have to watch her. I mean, we have a ton of time right now. You know, but... uh, you know one of the things that uh, that's always eerie to me is that it happened on April 26, 1986. And it uh, blew up overnight. It blew up... Uh, they had, like, the night shifters come in there who were inexperienced. And they were trying to tell this guy, something's wrong, we can't uh, do this. And, like, this one supervisor, like, threatened her job. And he's actually the guy that they actually end up hanging out to dry in the end. But when it blew up, it blew up at one twenty-three in the morning and 45 seconds. Jesus. So it blew up at one, two, three, four, five. Was the uh, the time on the uh, the digital clock when the explosion happened? So was it like, did they like set it or something to go off by accident? Like, well, what happened was they were running experiment, they were running tests, and like the pressure got too low in like a tank, and then they tried to like reverse it, and when they reversed it, it created like a, a backfire. Which caused the reactor to blow up. Jesus. Well, Frank, as and much then, as... And, and what happened was, they did everything cheap. So instead of having, like, just releasing a little bit of smoke, it really, uh, like, caught in there, and all you had was graphite, like, the, a graphite little dome protecting it, and then that whole thing blew up and blew out, and that's what caused it. As much as North Korea does nuclear testing, do you think that anything like that could happen over there? Well, this wasn't a nuclear bomb. This was actually a nuclear power plant. Oh, and, and it blew up. Yeah, this was a nuclear. This wasn't a nuclear bomb. This wasn't nuclear weapons. This was a nuclear power plant that they were just experimenting. What would happen if there was a power outage in the area? Oh, Jesus! And they were just doing like emergency test procedures, and something went wrong and the, the water got too low in the uh, in the tank and everything got overheated and blew up that's insane Jesus Frank uh, I want to switch topics a little bit to something more uh, <laughs> something less depressing I guess um, you had your MTV Cribs debut this week mm-hmm Oh, boy, that was an adventure. I brought a camera in November to do things like this. And the fucking thing just, like, like the, just, like, recorded completely fucking all fucked up. <laughs> like, the the sound in the, uh, the video didn't uh, sync up when I decided to upload it. Oh, my God. Yeah, didn't you film it? Like, didn't you film, like, three takes? Yeah, I took one take, and then the, the battery died. <laughs> then I had to start it again. Did the whole house, and the video and the uh, file was corrupted. So then I finally did it with my phone. You're always having technical difficulties. Everything I buy, that's that digital fucking, just <laughs> fucking sucks. I have no fucking luck. <laughs> you sure it's not operator error? Yeah. What? What did I? I, I hit record. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I mean. It, it, it's like it's like everything I just I, I can't get anything good. I, I, I mean, I, maybe it was a cheap camera. I only paid like a hundred dollars for it on the, on Amazon. But what kind is it? What brand? Actinow. 
Oh, that's why. You should get a, you should get a Sony camera, Frank. <laughs> yeah, it was a no-name camera. Probably made in fucking China. That's why, yeah. You had the, you had the Wuhan camera. Let's see. Uh... Yeah, made in China. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> I uh, broke the uh, the uh, microphone off of it, throwing it. <laughs> oh, maybe that's why the sound doesn't work. No, I threw it after the sound. So the sound wasn't working, and you threw the camera. No, I threw, I threw it when I realized that the, uh, the, the 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 file was corrupted. Oh my god! And in fact, if you watch the beginning of the crimson video, that's my throw. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you lost your temper there. <laughs> What what's your favorite part about your place? Like, what was your favorite part of filming that video? Uh, just so maybe the bobbleheads, I guess. Bobbleheads. I mean, part. I have a whole bunch of uh, uh, media guides and baseball cards in the closet behind me, but it's hard to get to them. I'm so cl- I'm so cluttered in. You gotta try and go through that one time. Yeah, if I ever could get a chance to uh, get get out, get away from the clutter, but the clutter is the problem. Tank's vault. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, d- d- shouldn't this be able just to record everything normally? I mean, what the fuck? How did it get that jacked up? I don't understand that. Yeah, I I don't know, Frank. <laughs> I don't know what this Chinese camera you bought uh, <laughs> is supposed to do. But. I hear that the NFL is going to have uh, a playoff game on uh, Nickelodeon next year. Oh my god! <laughs> I heard that the winning team get the losing team has to get get slimed. Yeah, of course. I mean, the NFL now it's official. They're going to have seven playoff teams in each conference. What do you think about that? Are you? Happy I think it should be eight. I think I think I think you go. Uh, I don't think you go six to seven. I think you go six to eight. And have no bye week. No bye week. I just like so now. When when are they going to play that extra game? Probably like uh, maybe uh, they'll have. Uh, I mean, yeah, they you know, they could do. Uh, let me see. They'll have to do Sunday one o'clock, four o'clock, or one o'clock, four thirty, eight thirty. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's what they could probably do. And then Saturday, Sunday, both games have three days, three games on each day. Yeah. Maybe slip I'm, one on to Friday night. I mean, it gives us an extra playoff game, and, you know, it, it, it gives us – it's kind of almost like when the MLB added the second wild card because it was like teams that just missed out on the playoffs by one game now will probably be in the playoffs. By the way, they had a stat from 1990 to uh, this year. Only one team with a losing record would have gotten in the playoffs under really? the new format. Yeah. Was that the 2010 Seahawks? No. 1990 Dallas Cowboys, actually. The 1990 Dallas Cowboys. Because if you win your division, that's a little different. If you win your division, you win your division. But they're talking about with that seventh wild card spot. There's only one time where it had a losing record. Yeah, well, there's, there are a ton of teams who go 8-8 eight eight every year, so... And don't make the playoffs. 
Yeah, well, there's a lot of teams that go nine and seven, ten and six sometimes. Yep. Yeah, the 2010 Giants went ten and six. They didn't make the playoffs. They. Uh, it's funny too. So Tony Romo's first career start in 2006 was on NBC Sports Network last night, and that year, the Eagles won the division at ten and six. The Cowboys won the fifth seed of the wild card at. Nine and seven, and the Giants backed into the playoffs at eight and eight, and actually made the last wild card spot at eight and eight. And that's not something you see often, but that's something we'll definitely see more often now with the seven seed. So, you know, I don't mind it. You know, eight eight and eight. That's teams could get hot. You know, they could they could upset. Like it could be interesting. Yeah, we've seen yeah. a nine. We've seen a nine and seven team win the Super Bowl. The Giants did that. And I still think that's the worst team ever to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, they had a ton of talent. The, the problem was their running game was bad for most of the season because Ahmad Bradshaw broke his foot and missed like five or six games. So literally, Eli had to carry the passing, the offense on his back, and the defense was really bad that year, and they got hot in the end. They did have some great players, and they had a great core, but, you know. Yep. Um. I guess, Frank, before we finish up, um, let's touch on some sports movies a little bit. Uh, I, I, you know, I wrote up a list for you. What are some of your favorite sports movies? Off the top? Uh, well, we should do like a whole show on sports movies, I think, one day. Yeah, I that's think that's probably, something. That's probably something we should look into. Uh, that's definitely something for, for next week we could probably do a show. I mean, I mean, there, there's a lot of – the Rocky series is good except for Rocky Five. I mean, I mean – Rocky series. I, I mean, the first one was an Oscar. The second one was pretty good. Of course, it was a good follow-up. Rocky 3 was good. Rocky 4 is good, but half the movie is music montages. You ever watched, you ever noticed that about Rocky 4? Of course, yeah. It's almost like Rocky the musical. Yeah, no, it, it really wasn't. Then the robot, Paulie as the robot in the beginning. That was I the wanted problem. that robot. I want that robot in this house. I, I need ro- I need that robot to be a maid. <laughs> Frank, you do need a, like a robot maid. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I need a maid. I, I can't clean up this. I don't have the energy to clean up my place. Wait, Frank, did you, did, didn't you know Rocky Four ended the Cold War? That too. Another reason why it's an all-time great. Yeah, no, and, and, and then he comes back. He loses all his money. He's back in the fucking uh, poor, the poor places of, of Philadelphia with his son that can't act, with Tommy Gunn who can't act, <laughs> <laughs> with a poor, with this 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 guy doing a poor Don King impersonation. And what I don't get about Rocky Five is he did this eloquent speech. If I could change, you could change. We all could change. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's his his brain starting to do what uh, you do the uh, the CTE shuffle. <laughs> so he comes back. He's poor. Paulie lost all the money. Well, I don't know. <laughs> 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 is that supposed to be Adrian? Yes. Oh my god, that was perfect. And then, and then the whole thing is just a total joke. He starts training his Tommy gun. His son, why won't he train me? Meanwhile, meanwhile, 
Now, now, what, now watch his son. His, 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 his son, okay, his son's born in Rocky uh, 2. Then he's like four, year, four or five years old in uh, Rocky 3. Here's a little did you know about Rocky 3. The uh, boy that played uh, Rocky Jr. in uh, Rocky 3. He's oh, yeah. a girl now. What? Transgender. Wait, Rocky's <laughs> son in Rocky 3 is a transgender. Yes. Oh my god. How the fuck did you find out that investigative work, Frank? I just looked up looked it up one day where 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 are they I tried to do where are they now one day and I just happened to notice that the rotten the boy the, the little kid that played like six, seven years old, I guess, at the time. Supposed to be like five or something like that, four or five. In Rocky Three, is like uh, transgender. I mean, look it up, and it, 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 he looks the same except the hair's longer. <laughs> that is insane, Frank. I'm tweeting that. That's so funny. I'm quoting you, <laughs> Frank the Tank's exclusive. Where are they now? Feature. I don't know about the kid from Rocky Four, but he's like. Eight or nine, ten years old. Now, here's the funny thing. He's in Russia. On Christmas Day. Fighting Drago. And he says, my son who's supposed to be up, supposed to be asleep. Let me do an experiment. Alexa, what time is it in Moscow? In Moscow. It's 5.50 a.m. So unless they're fighting early in the morning, if they're fighting in Moscow, it would probably be daytime in Philadelphia, not past his bedtime. Well, you know Sylvester Stallone took a couple too many hits to the head. <laughs> so, it's, so my son is probably up past his bedtime. So let's let let's put it this way. Let, let me see. He was an absentee father. Yeah, let me see. Uh, so uh, that's eight hours difference. About uh, wait a second, no, seven hours difference. It's seven hours ahead of us. So let's assume that Russia would have to fight at seven o'clock at night, and it's a two-hour fight. So maybe an hour and a half fight or something like that. So maybe uh, by the time he knocks out uh, Drago, it's probably about ten o'clock Russia time. That would mean three o'clock in the afternoon. That was insane. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, the sun jump past his bedtime. Unless you're fighting in the morning in Russia, your son's probably able to get up. If they're fighting in the afternoon, then it's probably like morning. It's like like eight o'clock in the morning, American time. Let's say, uh, they were probably fighting at like what a time like main event fights normally are at like midnight. Then so that would be about uh, four o'clock, five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, that's apparently that's past Rocky Sun's bedtime. <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> Meanwhile, the robots right ba- babysitting here, Rocky and his friends, and then he comes back, and all of a sudden. Rocky Jr. went from being and he and Rocky Five is supposed to be right as soon as he lands after Rocky Four, and now it's his son who's like fourteen years old. 
So he aged four years while he's in Moscow. Where did he go to the fucking Siberia salt mines? Yeah, that was ridiculous. And his son couldn't act. Shade Stallone could not act. He was terrible. No. Not so for... Rocky, Rocky, Rocky Five is such a train wreck of a movie that 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 even though Rocky Six, Rocky or or, or as they called it Rocky Balboa, you know why they call it Rocky Balboa and not Rocky Six? Why? So we could deny Rocky Five ever happened. Huh. <laughs> so he... now he's now he's he's living all right. He's got his little restaurant. He's reminiscing, although he misses Adrian, and Adrian's dead now. Now all of a sudden. The heavyweight champion of the world challenges him because of a computer fight on, on, on ESPN, and now he's like sixty years old and he goes to hold fucking twelve rounds. That's ridiculous. I never saw that movie. It actually isn't bad, even though it's ridiculous. How did Adrian die? Cancer. She didn't. Uh, she wasn't even in Rocky uh, Balboa. It just the movie, like half the movie, is like. I miss you, Adrian. As he's sitting with his chair next to his, her grave. Oh my god. <laughs> Adrian reminds me of the sister from uh, The Godfather. Because they're the same actress. They are the same actress. Yes, it's Talia Shire. I didn't even. <laughs> I didn't know that. I like just put that together. I was like, wait. I was like, they are very similar. I know I never knew that they were the same. And she's actually Francis Ford Coppola's sister. Oh my god! That's how she got the Godfather part. Damn! It's it's the same. It's the same actress. It's Talia Shire. She's so nagging. She's so good for the role as like the nagging. She's the web Rocky, Rocky, you can't win. <laughs> Sounds like all the Democrats to Trump. <laughs> so probably one of the best things that he did was when he did Rocky Six that Adrian's dead and we don't have to deal with her. Yeah, I guess so. Carlo killed her. And then finally and then finally we get to uh the uh, the two new ones, which are the Creed movies. Yeah, what'd you think about that? Not awful. They're not awful. Michael B. Jordan's a good character. Uh, of course, he almost died in uh, Creed too. By uh, Drago Jr. almost killed him. Oh God, he um, I heard a rumor a couple years ago he was supposed to be uh portraying Kobe Bryant in like a movie. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're gonna do that. Maybe they might. I think that like kind of went out the window, but you know maybe with Kobe dying, it might come back. You know, well, uh, he's from Newark. I did know that. You and him both. He played the. Uh, he actually played the the uh, the the guy everyone loves uh, in the uh, the Black Panther movie, Killmonger. Isn't he? I thought he was the Black Panther. No, he wasn't. Michael B. Jordan wasn't the Black Panther. Chadwick Bosman was. Why would they not? Michael B. Jordan seems like perfect for that role. Hmm. No, but he no he played the, he played the villain in uh, Black Panther. Ah. He's like a half brother or something like that. That that that's like 
got a chip on his shoulder. He's like the like the the racist type. Like like he wants to kill everybody. Oh my god. And he's like a uh, and that's his name. Kill that's his character name, Killmonger. Killmonger. Yeah, I never really was into the Black Panther or any of that. That he was like his Black Panther's father had like an illegitimate kid or like a nephew or something like that. Might be like his, his nephew or his his cousin, and he was like raised in uh, Oakland, and like Black Panther's father killed yeah Black Panther's father killed his father or something like that in front of him, and like like really pissed him off, huh. and then it's like he went like became like special forces and then learned how to like use all these weapons, and then he stole all the weapons and then. Uh, Try to take over the tribe, and oh that's what uh, that, and that's what uh, Black Panther's whole premise is. Dad, did so you see? He was, so he was the villain in that. In that. So he you saw, did, good, did a good job in it, I would say. But so you liked the movie then? Eh, it was all right. All right, Frank. Well, we do have a lot of a good amount of ask the tank questions. Now, now you want to talk about the guy that played uh, Black Panther? If you saw the movie Forty Two, oh, was it the same person, same actor? The guy that played Black Panther played Jackie Robinson in Forty Two. What did you think about that movie? I thought it was pretty good. I I I, I really liked the job Harrison Ford did as uh, Branch Rickey. I thought he captured Branch Rickey perfectly. Yeah, that's cool. I, I really I haven't seen Forty Two. Yeah, it's a good time to watch it, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I've only seen little bits and pieces of it. Would you say is that up there for one of your favorite baseball movies? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would put it in my top five, but it's it's a very good uh, historical portrayal, I would say. Yeah, I'll definitely have to give it a watch. Um, yeah, we definitely we need to do a bonus episode soon for uh, for sports movies. I mean, there's nothing going on in the sports world. We need so. to get more people though to talk about sports movies than just two people. Yeah, that's we need that's to fair. we need to try to get some people up here and do like a whole bunch of sports movies. Any dark horses in mind? Eh, I don't know. Frank, we uh we we have some ass to tank. Nick tweeted it out for us tonight. So uh, Alex Micheletti wants to know. Frank, what's the first sport that comes back? It's probably all going to be esports from now on. <laughs> That's <laughs> Jeff Wilpon's favorite. Oh God, it sucks. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, I think the NBA tries to make a uh, do something near the end of May. End of May. Yeah. Do you think there'll be there probably won't be fans though in the arenas? Yeah, that. I think we may not see fans until maybe July or August. Which, like, I can live with. I, I want to see it. on. It's going to be weird, but, like, I want to see sports on TV. We all. Do. I don't care anymore. I, I would have hated it if you gave, uh, told me two months ago, a month ago, that uh, there will be games in front of no sports. But I need it. <laughs> I, I don't care. I don't care who's in, who's in, the, in the audience. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. Um, Joseph A. Magliocco. Wants to know: Should the Mets bring back Matt Harvey? No. <laughs> he doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck. Also, his arm shot. He throws about eighty-nine miles per hour. So. Yeah. No. Well, no. There's other. There's. 
there's other players to try out there. And he's got a rotten attitude. Alexander P. wants you to know what your favorite sports memory slash moment of all time is besides the Mets winning the World Series in 86. He said, love the podcast and hang in there during the quarantine. Maybe the 2000 Devils Stanley Cup. Especially with uh, Scott Stevens decapitating Eric Lindros. Frank, did you ever go to any of those games? No, I wasn't going to hockey games back then. Didn't have a way to get to the middle ends. Damn. Did you, uh, what makes that cup more special than the other two? The comeback against the Flyers. The fact that I graduated college at that time. And uh, the fact that I was on sitting on the Zamboni when they were down 3-1 and they won the next three games. I love that picture. That's back before you became a mush. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, that was, that was 2000? 2000. That was June of 2000? May. May of 2000? Yes. That's actually... <laughs> guess how old I turned that month? Five? Four. That was my that was my uh, fourth birthday, and we went to Disney World for the first time that in that month in May. Yeah, that that was late May. It was so it wasn't like like it was like around May twentieth something, May twenty third something like that. That's my birthday, May twenty third. So it's crazy yeah. how that was already twenty years ago. Yep. Like how how well like how clearly do you remember? Well, I'm sure you you're the sports encyclopedia. <laughs> But, like, how, how long ago does that really feel to you? Does it feel like it was 20 years ago? No, it doesn't. I made a, uh, a show from Montclair State about the 1970 uh, Montclair State football team. I got to find it on the VHS and get it to uh, DVD and put it online. Yeah, I would love to see that. They don't have a football team anymore, though, do they? Yes, they do. Oh, no, they do. They do. They do. How were they back then? They weren't a bad team. They actually uh, made the D3 uh, playoffs one year I was there. Damn, I guess, yeah, you weren't a mush yet, Frank. <laughs> In fact, they were. They won the D3 uh, college national championship uh, the day before I graduated. Frank, you, the Devils won the cup in 2000 and the Mets went to the world series. Yep. I mean, however they did lose to the Yankees. So that sucks. But like, that's like gold in compared to in, your sports life. Now in 1986, I was a Boston Celtics fan. So the dolphins lost in the AFC championship game. The Celtics won, won the NBA championship. I really wasn't following hockey that closely at the time. And the Mets, of course, won the World Series. Damn, Frank. Times have really changed for you. I mean, 19, 1986, I, because it was, in, the, in, the, in those days, uh, you really couldn't be a lo- fan of local teams in, in basketball. It was either a, a Celtic fan or a Laker fan in the 80s. Yeah, but I mean, the Knicks got Patrick Ewing and... They had Bernard King and well, know. this was this was Ewing's rookie year. True, yeah. So I guess after the Ewing 
Ewan came along and they had Bernard King and all these guys, and then they started to get pretty good. But and, and Bernard, Bernard King and Ewing never really played together. Bernard Before, King Bernard King popped his knee in '85, and he never was the same again. Before that, though, he was the king. Yeah, yeah, he had that. He was actually he was when he popped his knee, he was the uh, he was leading the league in scoring. Oh, that sucks. That's almost like Derrick Rose. And it was like, and it was like a late. It was a, he popped his knee in Kansas City. Yes, I said Kansas City. Like uh, late, not like near the, at the end of March of '85. Wow. So it was like with only like about 15 games left in the season. That's shitty. And, he, and then he missed the entire next season. Missed most of the, the next season. He did. He did a devastating knee injury, and he then he. Had a brief comeback with the, the Bullets and had like one good year with the Bullets, and but never never was the same player again. Did he tear his patella? It sounds like he tear, he tore his patella. Complete knee, knee rupture. Yeah, that's basically that's he ruptured his patella then because that's when you tear all the ligaments. Yeah, that holds together all your ligaments. Um, yeah, that's that's what happened to Victor Cruz. Missed almost two years and and never came back. Yeah, yeah, never was the same. Yeah. The, this was total knee devastation. This was not just ACL. This was total knee blowout. Jeez, that's that's unfortunate. Um, Stuart J. Moore, Frank, wants to know what your favorite piece of sports memorabilia is that you own. My Met yearbooks. What's your favorite year, Met yearbook? Uh, I have a 62 yearbook. Now they came out with multiple yearbooks back then. So it wasn't like they now where it's just one yearbook that goes for the whole season. So this is like the third edition of 1962, but it's a 1962 edition. So I have at least one yearbook from every season of the Mets ever played. I have a 69 yearbook and I have an 1986 yearbook signed by Gary Carter. That's pretty cool. It's probably worth a lot now. And it's beautiful. It's a uh, the Met yearbook that year was silver, and it's signed in blue on a like a blue a blue sharpie. Do you have that framed? No, it's just in my closet in the back. You should get it framed. I'm not going to get it framed, and I can't read it anymore. That's true. By the way, uh, we're talking about 2000. Guess who appears in the Mets 2000 yearbook? Retired player or active player? Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Of course he did because his father, Patrick Mahomes Sr., was. Yeah, they have like a little like Mets family. Yeah. And there's like a picture of him like the the, the, the Patrick Mahomes playing in there. Yeah, that's I've I've heard that He, he hung around the team a lot back then. What is that picture of him shagging fly balls next to Mike Hampton? Yep. Yep, that's right. Well, Frank, that's all we have for tonight. Uh, take us away with a little song. Well, I want to give thanks, not to, not just to the Lord above, but to those TV evangelists that are trying to read us of the COVID-19. If you just... Give the call to the 800 number you see on the screen. They could call Jesus. And they could cure you of the COVID-19. You see, that's why they get the private jets. 
I need the money, honey, so I could get in my private Learjet jet and talk to Jesus as I fly across this beautiful nation. So just get that call right now to the 800 number you see on the screen and send your money to me. He's got your whole check in his hands. He's got your whole check. In his hands, he's got your whole check. In his hands, he's got your whole check in his hands. He's gonna take every last dime he's gonna take you for. Every last time he's gonna take you for. Every last time he's got your whole check in his hands. War! What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. War!